top hat. Yep. Not such. That's even less than five percent. I'm, I'm going to put that as a zero. And welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That right there is my brother, Mason, Barry Bort, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke Totally Nuts, Williams. That's right. We're going to be inventors for you this very day. Yes, and what are we inventing, oh brother of mine? This day... We are inventing the vampire. A new the vampire. A, a new a new vampire. All right. A new we're kind. Get you, sucker. We're gonna invent and innovate. Yeah. A vampire the likes of which you've never heard of before. Thank you to this one's Amber, right? I believe that was uh, that was Amber. Yes. Okay. All right. So uh, so I just want to get into a little of of why I think this is a valid thing. Okay. Because Vamp- wait, of course you think vampires are valid. I think I think they're Vlad. Yes, okay. that's the joke. But uh, but why I think this is a valid category, um, because there have been many different kinds of vampires throughout, you know, vampire fiction. Mm-hmm. You got your original like Bram Stoker Dracula that first brought it into the popular consciousness in Western uh, Western literature. You got your uh, your vampires as they existed in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where they're like corpses that have like a demon soul in them and right. they can transform and they get like weird eyebrow ridges. Yeah, a couple couple uh, other rules. You got rules. your blade yep. vampires. Yep, yep. You got Count Ducula. Like you've got fucking everything and every piece of fiction depicts the essential nature of a vampire, the history of vampires, what their strengths and weaknesses are. It depicts them differently. Sometimes there will even be different clans in that vampire mythos and the different clans will have different strengths and weaknesses so i do want to get into a different understanding of what a vampire is where they come from what powers what weaknesses what you do to beat them uh whether or not you even want to beat them like like have a new definition of what a vampire is what you're saying is basically doing something that is so not a vampire as we understand it yet that we know that we're innovating but also has to still qualify as a vampire. Yeah, and and there's a lot of wiggle room here because there have been different types of vampires in the past. Like, you might think, oh, what's the number one thing with a vampire? Well, they have to drink blood. Well, no, not necessarily because there have been vampires that draw, like, psychic energy from people uh there have been vampires like again i mentioned count Dracula. he drinks ketchup uh there was i believe a uh an snes title of like spike i want to say the spike name of the vampire yeah twisted spike mcfang and he drinks tomatoes he he enjoyed tomatoes i believe you know who else enjoyed tomatoes bonicula fuck yes bonicula drains uh the juices out of vegetables mm-hmm. that's a vampire okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna list off a thing. Uh, here okay. here's a new fun fun way to fun way to spin it. All right. All right. All right. In fact, you know what? Let's make it a segment right here and now. I'm gonna do a little stinger. Okay. 
Uh, what are we gonna call this? We're gonna call this, uh, Percents are fun. All right, there's, there's my little musical sting. Do you want to make now, it percentages are fun? And I, actually, I'm going to make it percents, percents with a Z, letter R, fun. Percentrageous. Percentrageous. Okay, sure, percentrageous. Are you, are you ready for this game? I'm, I'm ready for whatever this game is. Yes, Luke, we have not discussed this previously. Hit me with your game. Okay. I'm going to list an attribute... And you're going to tell me, is it 100% integral to the concept of a vampire or 0% completely disposable where it sits in between 0 to 100%? Okay, okay. so 100% is all vampires have always had this. Mm-hmm. And then 0% is no vampires have ever had this. Why would you even bring it up? And then just... That's a that's a sliding scale, and we're gonna give you some percentages. Okay, right. so I'm gonna give you a softball, easy first one. All right, all right. A cape, a cape. Um, it's definitely indicative of the vampire. Like you see someone wearing a cape, particularly with that high popped collar, and you'd yep. be like, "Oh, you're wearing a vampire costume." But also, I would argue the vast majority of vampires in fiction have not worn that cape. So I'm going to go with 5%. 5. I was thinking it would be like below 30, but yeah, all right. Um and I I I agree. It's pretty dang low because yeah, indicative but entirely Although optional. Although Spike McFang's signature weapon, he does that cape swoosh thing. Does cape swoosh, but he also threw his top hat around. Top hat Yep. Not such, that's even less than 5%. I'm, I'm going to put that as a zero. That's a zero. You can have it if you want, but it is not indicative of the vampire. You would see someone with a cape on and say, oh, that's a Dracula costume. You would not see someone with a top hat on and say that's a vampire costume. You you see someone with a top hat, you think, oh, that's a, that's Abraham Lincoln. Or sooner. possibly a magician. Or a magician. You'd think that's sooner than you would think. Vampire, therefore, yeah. 0%. Okay. Uh, and the cape specifically, I want to I wanna specify this black red lining like if you've got a cape and it doesn't have the popped collar that's just a superhero cape if you've got a cape and it's another color like especially if it's a bright color like yellow and green you're not going to think vampire but i'm specifying here when we say cape in this context we're referring to black red lining popped collar Mm -hmm. next item on the percent rageous okay uh in the percent rageous game uh, pointy fangs. Pointy fangs. Gonna go with a big 95 on this one. Yeah. Going in the other direction. Yeah. I would think it's pretty high up there. I don't know if I would take it all the way up to 95 because I, I feel, well, I don't know. Again, even like the vampires in like Buffy had other things going on, but they always Yeah, now here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Pointy fangs, not necessarily all the time. Most vampires, I would say, you can have the fangs come and go, but yeah. they do manifest at some times. Most vampires do have Possibly pointy fangs. Possibly retractable, like a And, like and a Luke, I, I, have a, I have a concept here, so I'm going to make absolutely certain you are writing these down. Uh, let me do that. That would be great if you did that for me. Yes, please, sir. Okay. So this is going to be a cape at 5%. Should I, should I be tracking my own approximate number as well? No, you, you are asking me. My percentages are the ones that matter. Fuck you. Okay. 95%. All right. Up next. Up next. Uh, hmm. We could do like 20 of these, dude. (laughs) 
Uh, we, we could. We could. You know what? Let's make it an even 20. We will go exactly 20. 20? So you got 18 more. Okay. I'll, uh, try and bro- I'll try and blaze through them. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, uh, uh, aversion to crosses. Aversion to crosses. Going to give that a 25. Okay. 25% meaning if you got four vampires and you hold up a cross and one of them cringes that's that's on track yes, that's with... where we're at okay. it's fairly low most vampires and most vampire fiction do not have the aversion to the holy symbols uh i think it, it is a classic thing but and, and like again one of those things that much like the cape if i hold up a cross and you go then i would say you're doing a vampire impression but at the same time i feel most vampires and most vampire fiction do not have that reaction yeah and also that could also like hold over for demons or you know uh perhaps a possessed child or something that you need to exercise or, or any some other monster. any sort of profession that you feel like you want to comedically demonize like you might do that to a lawyer and it's a funny thing when that happens yeah. or like oh this person has the plague stay back yeah yeah right um okay it, it, yeah that's more uh calling upon supernatural forces to aid you okay yeah uh, that's less about the vampire and more about you. Yeah. So this one, I don't know if you're going to go more or less than um, right. with the argument we made for the crosses. Okay. Aversion to garlic. Aversion to garlic. I'm actually going to put higher. I'm going to bring that up to a 40. 40. Okay. Like, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a specific reference. Mm-hmm. Blade. Because blade, like holy symbols don't do jack but he still has garlic compounds in his weapons because it's a chemical thing. Ah, there is theoretically a scientific basis for that one. Okay. Um, let's just go on to the next one. Keep uh, sleep in a coffin. Sleep in a coffin. Uh, Going to bring that down to a 10. Really? Yep. 10. So 10? You Okay, I mean, mummies do it. Mm-hmm. And I guess zombies do it before they that those before tend to they be wake up, assuming that they are properly embalmed. Although really embalming should negate zombies. I mean that's why you embalm people, right? Is so they can't come back. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean that's one of the things. Uh it's it's, it's on there. Uh okay, let's go just do another one. Seductive seductive that one i'm gonna put it up higher i'm gonna put it up to a 75 75 and mm, that sounds a vampires little are hot people are hot for vampires no you know what you're right i forgot about like the imp- in you know the impact of twilight and all that although uh i was hoping there'd be an uh, uh, a you know worthwhile point to bring this up uh uh andy warhol's dracula did you catch anything about that one? What Andy Warhol did a Dracula? What's this now? It was a movie that was very campy and very weird and mostly horrible. It was basically like this particular vampire both needed blood and also was allergic to blood. <laughs> <laughs> so he would basically not be as seductive as he could be because he was weak from needing blood. Mm-hmm. Then he would feed, and then he would just puke it all up because he can't even enjoy the one thing he's supposed to like need. So instead of being this powerful, seductive 
uh, creepy force. He's just this pathetic, withering, you know, shell of a monster, and it subverts the trope. Yeah, mood. Yeah. But yeah, no, I would I would absolutely say that seduction is very high. I might even want to put it higher than 75, just because I would argue that in the vast majority of vampire fiction, vampires are either sexy or sexual, or they are a metaphor for forbidden delights and the uh the the drive towards you know uh carnality yeah and uh like yeah yeah name like a bunch of vampires actually fiction. yeah you know what mm-hmm. okay i think that seduction plays a role but i think that it should sort of sit squarely at the at the 75 uh ish uh, uh 75 range. put and a pin in it okay here's, let's... here's here's why i think that real quick too yeah. um i think that every vampire sort of has a a beast mode or a feast mode, if you will, where they sort of bear their fangs and it's strike time. And in that moment, frequently, if the uh, person being attacked is aware, if they're like paying attention, they're going to notice and scream before they, they, you know, get attacked uh, you know, that's not seductive. That's like, oh, okay. Uh, there are human beings who would disagree. Yes, for many reasons, I'm sure. Um, also, is this only seductive for, uh, you know, traditionally, let's say, is this seductive mainly for females? Nope. Oh, yeah, gay vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, straight straight lady vampires who are preying on dudes like come on are th- is that i guess there has been that That's there even has, i mean i granted less popular because like the trope is set by dracula but uh but yeah no absolutely that's that's the thing where a, a dude might want to have a lady vampire suck on his neck a little bit sure but uh again move on move on go faster. okay next uh let's so uh, uh stake through the heart Stake through the heart. Uh, gonna give it a straight fifty-fifty. All right. So, but do you recall anybody trying to stake a vampire and it not working? Uh, I'm I'm not gonna say that because it's not working. Because quite frankly, stake through the heart kills most things. I'm saying stake through the heart as a specific method that you have to use to kill vampires. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so fifty-fifty uh, on the stake. Yeah. Uh, decapitation decapitation gonna go lower with that i'm gonna go with a 10 10 i'm wondering if i only got that from zombies and i'm just thinking zombies no no i I got this one decapitation is a thing it's traditionally what you gotta do that's the thing is uh in original original myth the stake through the heart doesn't kill it the stake through the heart is just pinning it to the ground so you can remove the head that's why it's a stake because a stake you don't want to use that in hand-to-hand combat. They always show people like, oh, I'm going to throw that at your chest really hard as we're fighting. No, that's dumb. Like, that is hard to do. The stake is when the vampire is lying down asleep, and you get the drop on it, and you pound the stake in. That pins it to the ground. He's thrashing around. Now you take the head off. It's a practical thing. That's vicious and also awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to split this one into two. All right. Okay. Um, I've got one here. Bat sleep. So that's specifically like hanging upside down. So obviously different from the coffin. Not something you see very often. Gonna go with a five. That's a five. I agree. Okay. Bat 
transformation slash travel. 60. 60. You see? That's why I split them. <laughs> I was like, okay, there's a bad familiarity perhaps, but I don't know if that even happens apart from the other two. But you do see sleeping, but more often you see them poof. They're a bunch of bats. They go away. And when they're poofed into bats, like presumably at least one of those bats could hang upside down. But no, when the vampire is sleeping, it's a dude. Gotcha. Okay, next up, no reflection. No reflection. Can I say I love that they incorporated that into Sesame Street that one time? Did they? Yeah, there oh, the was one, one thing with the count and he was going to do a count thing. And they just had like a little moment where he was like looking into the mirror and is like, oh, I'm looking good. But then like it wasn't a mirror. It was just like a gray like <laughs> panel. That's awesome. I totally that totally would have went over my head then and maybe now. But I'm glad you're pointing it out. Um, OK, so no reflection. What do you think? Uh, no reflection, uh, gonna go with a 30 on that one. 30. All right. Uh, and also, like, it's a, it's weird working out how that would work in practical, in practicality. Like, if I have a vampire and I drain out some of its, you know, ichor that it has instead of blood, I hold that up to the mirror, does that reflect? Uh, what elements of the vampire do and don't reflect? If he's wearing clothes, do the clothes not reflect? If he's wearing makeup, is the makeup going to reflect? Like, it, it's weird. Yeah, okay. Um, all right, can he float? Float, like still in humanoid form, but floating as though weightless. Uh, yes, that's, it's pretty much, I'm talking about their ability to just be not using their feet if they choose not to. Uh, gonna go with a 20 on that one. Sounds about right, yeah. I think, I feel like it's... I'm glad we're in agreement. Yeah. This is clearly science. Okay, keep going. Uh, is it immortal? Immortal, as in not aging, can still die, but will not die from things like... Will not die from infections. old age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with a big 95. 95 for just immortal until killed? Yep. Hmm. That's a major draw for people. That's that's the reason why most people want to be vampires. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And therefore, this is what brings me to the second half of this. What about that need for blood? The thirst, could it be required... Or is it just like is it discomfort? Like you're not going to die. I don't want to go all the way up to a hundred, but I want to go even higher than ninety-five for that because that is the thing. It I'm going to go thing. with a. I'm going to go with a ninety. Ah, ninety-seven. All right, now let's bring that number back down again for this one. What about just monster mode in general? Like I was talking about a feast mode, but like, do you think? Um, do you think they lose control? around blood okay so we're, we're we're not talking about like the buffy the vampire style time to go beast mode raw i'm physically different we're talking about losing control mentally and i am so out of it with with bloodlust that i'm going to bite you and nothing will dissuade me like we're talking psychologically a monster um you know what let's just call it is a monster okay um well, I know, I'm 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 going to take exception to that actually because okay. there are plenty of cases in which a person's consciousness, their will, their self-control can be overridden by an instinctual desire 
I would not say that that person is therefore a monster. Like, if you are drowning me, you're holding me under the water, and I'm desperate for air, I'm gonna thrash around, I'm gonna fight you, I'm gonna do stuff in that moment that I might not choose to do if I were in my right mind. I do not think that that will make me a monster. I'm not going to go the rest of my life thinking, oh, I'm a terrible person because I punched Luke in the face. I'm going to be like, no, in that moment, I was operating on instinct. I was monstrous in that moment. That does not make me a monster, period. Okay, so maybe like addict? Yeah, addict and like like compulsion, physiological compulsion. And I'm going to go with a uh, 30 on that one 30 so they don't need to have that be their main thing they might like 70 70 percent chance the blood thing is something they, they, they crave do. it real bad but they are still in control yes compo- like composed yeah okay yes um here's another fun one uh a version of sunlight Ooh, a version of sunlight gonna go with an even split fitty fitty on that one yeah i feel like it comes up but i i feel like it's also like the uh, consequence varies a lot for some, and you know, you open a curtain and they're dead. For others, they just hiss and go away. Like, ow, 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 ow. Yeah, but yeah. there have been plenty of cases in which you got a vampire and it's just like, ah, I don't like the bright light. Uh, in fact, like uh, the bright light uh, killing the vampire, I believe, did not enter the canon until the silent film Nosferatu. Uh, before that, certainly in the mythology and in Bram Stoker's Dracula, they are averse to sunlight. They prefer to operate at night, uh, but it was never depicted as hurting them. Hmm. Uh, are you still comfortable with the 50% on that? Yeah, I might go higher, actually. Okay, okay. If we can go aversion to sunlight, I would put that at a 90. If we can go hurt by sunlight, yeah, I would go higher. Let's put it at a 60. So aversion to sunlight, 90. Hurt by sunlight, 60. Uh, I've got another one here. Uh, turns to dust when killed. Ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, 30. Okay, we got two more to go, and I'm running out of ideas a little bit. Anything oh, come to mind? Oh, there's plenty of other stuff, my dude, in Vampire Mythos. Are you kidding me? Come on. Uh, oh, Sparkles. Sparkles. Uh, five. That's pretty much just Twilight, huh? Pretty much. I do right. not believe that has been used in any other major canon work. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could say, like, that Transylvanian stereotype, which I don't know who that's specifically parodying is it romania i i uh the the fact that they come from romania and transylvania which is a province of romania um wait what is it yeah yeah this is transylvania is a real place my dude oh well shit yeah, Romania, you won't you won't find it on a globe, but that's just because it's a province and not a country. Romania, specifically in the Carpathian Mountains, that region, mm-hmm. uh, there is a province of Romania called Transylvania. It is a real place. They get a lot of tourism uh, related to vampires, and they hate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure not unlike how Roswell is sort of sick of the alien thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, I mean, if you got another one that's sticking out that's obvious that I missed... Hit me, because I, it's just not coming to mind. I did come up with 19 of them. Okay, uh, Mist Form. Mist Form. Yeah, sure, okay. 
Um, so what do you feel about that one? I feel like that's... 25. 25, so like could turn into a cloud and go under your door? It's a big deal. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what another big deal is? Uh, needs to be invited in. Damn. All right, so here's the question. That would make number 21. What do we want to do? I want to keep expanding the list. Like, uh, uh, like I'm thinking of stuff that I consider essential to the mythos. So, uh, needs to be invited in. Uh, gonna put that at a thirty. Thirty needs to be invited in. Okay, can cross running water. Can cross running water. You don't know your vampires, my dude. You're you're dead meat. You are a sitting duck. You need to know your lore. Jeez, I didn't I didn't know about this one. So run cross running water. Yeah, this is important. They can be brought across running water, but uh they need to have someone else take the initiative. Like they need to have someone else load them onto the boat or carry them over the bridge. They cannot of their own volition cross running water. Wow. Okay. So I mean this one's got to be pretty low though. Yeah, yeah, definitely low. I would put it at a 15. 15, okay. And can I just say I would love a version of Twilight where like, oh, we got to go <laughs> save Bella. Jacob, I'm just, I'm going to need you to give me a piggyback real quick. Just got to get over this ditch. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I got other stuff, but it's minor. We'll cap it here. Sure. You want to keep all that? Well, we'll keep all what we got. 22 is fine. 22 right. characteristics. Okay. So. So here's here's my idea for what we're going to do with this list. Okay. Okay. I'm going to need you to get out Schmoogle. All right. What am I going to ask? And each of these, we're going to roll a big D100. And if we get under the number, it's included <laughs> in our vampire. That is awesome. So it's literally just doing a, a stat roll for each of the attributes and seeing what passes exactly so you gotta get under the number if it hits the number it's not included you gotta get under under the number yes okay just list them off my dude go so the first one is cape you it needs to get a one two three four or a five if it's anything over that it fails yes okay hey schmoogle roll a d100 all right you got an 85. That's a no one cape. No capes. No capes. All right. Next one up is fangs, which if it rolls a 95 through 100, it fails. Hey, Schmoogle, roll a D100. Sure. You got an 86. Ooh, so close. Close, but, but no, we got fangs. We got we fangs. got fangs. We do not get a mosquito proboscis, which is what I was hoping for. <laughs> Next up is the crosses, the aversion to crosses. Once again, that was a 25% we want to hit to be averse to crosses. Hey, Schmoogle, roll a D100. You got it. It's a nine. That's a yes, aversion to crosses. Oh, okay. Get a little Christian symbology in our vampire. Okay, okay. All right. I'm next. Aversion to garlic at 40%. Hey, Schmoogle, roll a D100. Okay. You rolled a 38. 
38 is averse to garlic. Okay, doesn't like crosses, doesn't like garlic. Gonna have a bad time in Italy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, coffin at 10%. Here we go. Hey, Schmoogle, roll a D100. Sure. You got a 94. That's a no on coffin. That's a Big very no, no on that coffin. Okay. This, Does not, this, can sleep wherever. This, this Dracula doesn't even know what a coffin is somehow. Yep. Seductive. <laughs> he sleeps in a cremation urn. <laughs> Seductive at 75. Here we go. Hey, Schmoogle, roll a D100. Sure. You rolled a 31. That's a yes on seductive. Oh, they're sexy. Our vampire is sexy. Gotta say, nothing too weird about this vampire yet. All Pretty right. much just a run-of-the-mill vampire. Well, I mean, I was being honest with the percentages, so that's what you would expect. Mm, yeah, we we might have an outlying one here. We'll see. Steak at 50-50. Hey, Schmoogle, roll a D100. Okay. You got a 66. That's, no, staking will not do it. Or rather, you don't have to have a stake. They do not have a particular aversion to stakes. Crosses, yes, so if you stick a cross in them, it will probably do the job. But a stake, it won't hurt them any more than any other thing. Okay, decapitation at 10%. Hey, Schmoogle, uh, roll a D100. Sure. It's a 51. That's a no one decapitation. We do not have to cut the head off. You can just shoot him with a gun. Whatever. Decapitation. Doesn't matter. Eh, fuck your neck. We we probably should have addressed the concept of if they take harm. You know what we didn't address at all is means of reproduction. Oh, like, you mean, like, do do they make more vampires? How do you make more vampires? Is If you make a vampire, is that vampire now under your control? That sort of thing. Mm. But I think we'll leave that off until we see what we get on the rest of this stuff. Mm -hmm. I agree. But also, with plenty of suspense, as one does need suspense in the good vampire story, I think we'll get back to the rest of these after a trip to the water cooler. I'm going to go get some holy water. Ooh, holy water. Hello, dear listeners, and thank you for listening to this Season 3, Episode 11? Let's check here. Yeah, 11. Vampire. There's just a quick break to tell you a few things you might not know about uh, Mason and myself, and also to update you on our individual creative endeavors. Mason is at Tailstake on Twitter. Uh, he does a webcomic forward at forwardcomic.com. And he also does the art for Roll to Save, Roll to Save comic.com. Uh, he also does books and uh, board game stuff and role playing game stuff. He also takes a bunch of commissions, all this stuff at patreon.com slash tailstick. I, Luke, am less ashamed at less ashamed on Twitter. Uh, I've got a video series called Careful Consideration on YouTube. If you, if you search for Luna's Queer Puzzle, that's Luna spelled L O O N A, uh, then you can see my first video in that series. Uh, I'm going to get back to that after I finish my album, which is coming out soon. It's called Wet Your Whistle by Headless Sam. If you go to headlesssam.com, three S's in a row, H-E-A-D-L-E-S-S-S-A-M.com, you can find more information about this upcoming album. It should be this month. We will see. Bit of a photo finish on that one. Oh, there also might be like a listening party. Stay tuned here to find out about that if you're interested in joining in. 
I'm also working on some other podcasts that are just not released yet. Uh, if you want a sample for what that might be like, uh, check out the episode podcast two episodes ago. Uh, that's a little more in the vein of some of the things I'm thinking. Also, we are taking your suggestions for things that you might want us to invent. So if you have an idea for something that we should get an idea for, uh, why don't you shoot that our way at H-I-G-A-I show on Twitter or H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com where you can also reach out to us if you want to do podcast ad swap or or if you have any other inquiries. Back to the action. Back to the action of inventing a vampire in a second after this little promo. This May. Luke's mashup comedy album, Wet Your Whistle by Headless Sam, will finally be ready. Over 50 different artists and hundreds of samples. Over an hour runtime representing a year and a half of work. You have not heard a comedy mashup album like this one. And my personal promise, the sexiest version of Genuine's Pony you've ever heard. Wet Your Whistle by Headless Sam. Check out headlesssam.com this May. I said, are you gonna be my boots? Ah, holy water, not refreshing. You know, I gotta say, it burned me just a little bit on the roof of my mouth. I'm gonna be cursing all day from how much that hurts. Mm. Yeah. I just thought it tasted bad. Yeah, I mean, I did add a little little pee. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that's, that's a little bit of the pee that I added. Mm. Well, it's, I mean, that at least I'm getting electrolytes. So let's keep this going, huh? Keep our, it going. Keep it going. Keep our, it rolling. Make our vampire. All right. So this is sleeps like a bat upside down. You had 5%. So okay. Not, sleeps not upside down like a bat. You got a 61. That's a no on sleeping like a bat. Okay. So they don't sleep in coffins. They don't sleep upside down. Mm-hmm. We got bat transformation slash travel. Hmm. Okay, you put that way higher at a 60%. It's a 51. That's yes, can transform into We got bats. bat form. We got bat form. Okay, we got no reflection at 30%. It's a 54. 54, that's, they. this, this vampire's got a reflection. We can see this vampire in a mirror. Yeah, you can do like the, hold the mirror around the, around the corner and see what's going on with this vampire. Or like Periscope, if you want to set up one of those. Yep. Coming up next, floating, 20%. You rolled a 65. That's a no one floating. Cannot float. is not a thing this vampire can do. Can fly, can't float. Up next, immortality at 95, looking pretty likely. We'll see. It's a 12. Yep, super immortal. Absolutely immortal. Need for Blood, you had 97. Is If this is the thing it doesn't have, that would be really weird to write I'm going to lose my for. goddamn mind. You got a 79. Nope, that's just a plain uh, old... Gotta have that blood. Vampire. Gotta have that blood. Addict to the blood at 30%. It's a 2. 
That's a that's an addicted vampire. All right, they need it. They need it. They gotta have it. Need the Jonesing for it. Scared of that sunlight, just getting out of the out of the way, an aversion to it, not hurt by it, an aversion to sunlight. Nocturnal. You had ninety percent. Mm-hmm. You got a thirty. That is a scaredy cat. Does not like the sun. Sun bad. Sun no like. But does the sun hurt it? You had that at sixty percent. It's a 28. 28. So not, no, sorry. It is hurt by the sun. Is hurt by the sun, is scared of the sun. Yes. So there's a very nocturnal, very addicted vampire. Need the blood, can't go out, get it in the daylight. Okay. Turns to dust at 30%, which admittedly too, if we were to like tell a vampire story with this vampire character we're making, and we did like this is just this is the end scene, right? If they manage to kill it, it turns dust or it doesn't. It doesn't really affect the vampire any other time. Well, I mean, it does affect the protagonist because if you kill someone, particularly if there's evidence like video footage of you killing someone and then they don't turn to dust and they just for all intents and purposes look like a corpse, you got some splaining to do. Yeah, that's a bit of a problem. Okay, so you had that 30%. You got a 97. Wow, didn't like that dust. This Does not a, turn to dust. There's a corpse. So again, if your protagonist kills this vampire, like maybe the teeth and stuff like retract and they just got a dead body and like th- the body was already dead, but it wasn't decaying. So it looks like a fresh body. So have fun covering up your murder, idiot. We got, uh, we got the sparkles. Sparkles. You got the sparkles at 5%. Here we go. It's a 46. That is not a sparkly vampire. No, they get hurt. They do not sparkle. Mm-hmm. Unless right. they put glitter on. Requires invitation. Got that at 30%. Mm-hmm. You got an 18. This vampire needs an invite. Needs an invite to get in. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we got two more. Got the mist form at 25. You rolled a 78. That is does not have mist form. No mist form. And finally, whether, whether or not it can cross running water. Running water, that's key. You had 15%. You got an 82. Doesn't care about the water. Okay, so, okay. So I've got a picture developing of this vampire, and I would like you to go with me on this journey. Okay. Okay. So we got a lot of things here. Like, there's some versions of the vampire where they try and present it as a natural thing, like it's a mutation or a disease or something. Okay. I don't think we can have that with this vampire because we got the aversion to crosses. We've got needs to be invited in. That tells me this is a spiritual, magical sort of vampire. Especially with the turning to a bat, or like in many cases, like you can also turn into other sinister like life forms. So, like, uh, I believe in the original Dracula novel, uh, he can turn to a big black dog. Similar sort of thing. I'm going to expand this out. I'm going to say likes to turn to a bat, but can turn into other like animal type forms. So, we're talking magical, religious type of like ethos to this vampire. Okay, so but, re- mm-hmm. really quickly, w- when you think about the character of this vampire, is there a particular time, like, 
historical time that you're I'm going to go modern day. I'm going to go modern day. Modern. Like, and like I'm, I'm going to hit you with the why. I'm going to hit you with the why because I do have, again, something that hit me with this. Okay? Okay. okay. So, uh, typically your vampire not actually alive doesn't have the same requirements for life that an organism does. Yes. Especially in the case of a vampire that is clearly supernatural in origin. Like this is not a human being that has an immune system disorder. This is a, a spiritual magical thing that is happening. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I noticed we do not have to sleep in a coffin. I noticed we do not have to sleep like a bat. So I'm going to put this to you. This is a vampire who doesn't need to sleep at all. Now, tell me huh. how you think that affects the character of this vampire. They're cooped up. They cannot go out most of the day because there's daylight. They're very averse to the daylight. They are cooped up. They're a shut-in. They might be on the internet all the time, but they cannot go outside. They gotta stay cooped up. Got the blinds drawn. Got the blackout curtains over the blinds, and they just in case. And they are like pinned down. They are stuck indoors, and they can't turn off they can't sleep you are conscious 24 7 that sounds pretty horrible and that would definitely account for like the addict component because yeah like, yeah no think of think of this like manic them. right like yeah. it like I'm, I'm thinking even less like a chemical addiction like a drug and more like a perversion right like picture the same sort of manic energy you get from someone who has a really extreme fetish okay mm -hmm. and this 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 person uh they're like cooped up indoors they literally can't turn off they're like constantly hyper focused hyper aware and they just need the blood they want it so bad and it's yeah. less like i need heroin and more like i need child porn mm. i another thing that sort of comes to mind with this potentially being a, a vampire that can transform into other creatures and has a requirement for it to be nighttime and the addict part, I think that all of these could combine to make it so that this uh, this vampire could be, like, imprisoned. Like, you could potentially make this a cat in a box or something and, and like, bring it outside. Yeah, because, like, here's the thing. You turn into a bat. If you're one bat, I can put you in a tiny container and yeah. now you can't turn back into your human form. You're stuck like that. And you yeah. don't sleep. You are never not aware of the fact that you are a bat in a box. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty much what I'm thinking. Like then like, you know, it can that that bat looks like an ordinary bat, but you can sell it at the flea market or whatever. But yeah, you were like, saying like, modern like imagine day, so. if you if you are digging up something out of some medieval village, like some archaeological site, and it's just like a box, and you're like, ooh, I wonder what's in this box. And then you open it up and it's a a living bat, and the bat like swooshes past you and flies away, and you're like, huh, that's weird. Uh I how was that bat still alive? But he's been buried in a box alive and unable to not be conscious for hundreds of years. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's bad. That's not a comfy comfy way to be. Mhm. Mm 
Okay. Mm. Okay. Now I want to, I want to get into the religious element of it. Okay. Okay. Because that is very often a common thing with vampire origins. Like when you want to talk about the first vampire, uh, there it's, it's usually Cain, but I've heard cases where it would be like Judas is the first vampire. Uh, there's mm. actually a book. I, I heard about this recently. I believe it's called, uh, this is my blood. Uh, where it's a, a piece of fiction where Mary Magdalene is the first uh, the first vampire. What? But, yeah, uh, it was it was real fucked up. But I like Cain, and here's why. Like this is this is my personal headcanon that I've had for a while about the origins of Cain as first vampire. Okay. Okay. So go with me on this. Uh, as we know from uh, our Christian version of the Bible, Genesis, uh, God gives Adam the authority to name the animals, right? Right. Okay. And then when Cain kills Abel, God wants to curse Cain. But here's my thing. What if God gave Adam the, the jurisdiction on the curse as well? And so much like he's naming the animals, he's the one who has to curse his son, right? But... Right. If you don't know what you're doing when you're cursing someone, it's like computer programming. If you fuck it up, you can have unintended consequences. So let's say Adam is trying to curse his son and he says, oh, I curse you to be thirsty and to have unfulfilled desires for your entire life. And I mm. curse you to die. Like, that's fine if you do that in that order. But if Adam, like, he's still, like, new to being a person at all and he's processing the grief of the first death which is his son and the fact that he has to curse his other son so maybe he fucks it up and he puts those instructions in the other order and if you put those instructions in the wrong order in the computer program die first and then be thirsty like oh. all of a sudden it comes back right and now he can't die because he already died the once that's cool yeah like when i when i was hearing you say that i was thinking oh he's thirsty but then he dies but oh he can't uh he can't die because he's still thirsty or something like that but that makes way more sense yeah that... he just fucked up the order of operations yeah and yeah here's, here's like another one right like okay. let's say uh, you want to get poetic with it. And let's say what you meant to curse him with was, I curse you and your son and your son's sons. But if you're going to be poetic with it, you might express that as, I curse you and all who share your blood. And now all mm. of a sudden, you what you meant to say is, I curse your family line, but that's not what you actually said. What you actually said is, I curse you and all who share your blood. And so now all of a sudden, anyone who shares blood back and forth with this guy, the curse passes on to them. It's it's a containment problem. It's, it's like a computer virus, but a computer virus that you accidentally, it's a stack overflow. You fucked up. I, uh... I wanted to double check something because this is one biblical thing that always sort of uh, messed with me. Okay. And I thought that maybe it had to do with Cain and Abel, but it was actually Jacob and Esau um, okay. that uh, whatever the fuck it was that Esau did to piss off God, uh, it's escaping me at this uh, at this moment. But I remember that the, the phrase it used was, Esau have I hated. And it was the first time we actually hear of God uh, you know, we hear of his wrath, but it was the word hate, at least as it was translated into English for us. So I was hoping that it was for Cain so that it would that would line up that, too. But it, no. yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. 
you, you know what Esau did wrong to make God hate him? What's that? Nothing. Like, Wait, it's what? arbitrary. I swear. Go ahead, re- go read the fucking Genesis back to back. Like, uh, Esau was the firstborn, right? Because they're twins. And, like, Esau came out first and then Jacob. So Esau was the firstborn and he was going to get the first inheritance. And then Jacob tricks Isaac with the the fucking put the fur yeah, over the his fur. arm, right? Yeah. So he tricks him into getting the inheritance, and then he runs away because he assumes Esau is going to be furious with him. He lives with Laban for seven years and then seven years again, and we get a little lesson about genetic engineering because if you hold up like spotted patterns in front of a pregnant sheep's eyes, then the sheep will give birth to spotted sheep. That's like presented as a thing that you can just do like it's not magic or anything but anyway okay. jacob comes back with his two wives and his two fuck buddies and his 12 kids and he's like oh esau you're gonna hate me because i stole the inheritance and esau is like no nah, bro we're chill like i actually mentioned this uh, a little while ago they're basically thor and loki where Thor's like, oh, Loki turned into a snake and stabbed me. We were always kidding around like that. Like, Esau didn't give us that much of a shit. Like, he was actually cool with it. But God was like, no, Jacob is the chosen one. He's the one who's like the, the bloodline that's the chosen people. And right. Esau can fuck right off. Yeah. Completely arbitrarily, because Esau was the one who got screwed. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, the uh, Bible is whack. Yeah. That okay, so but it's not that you were you were trying to tie it to Cain. Yeah, no, we're going we're going back to Cain. We're going back to Cain. Okay, so so here's the thing. Here's the thing. We got an aversion to crosses. We got need to drink blood, but it's like it's maybe it's it's more of a perversion than it is a chemical oh, need, right? Yeah, no, so, no, no, no. Maybe that's maybe that's all it is. Maybe it's just he's goth. He wants to drink some blood because he's gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that that's just it. Like, he's, like, wrapped up in his own head. And he's, like, focused in on the idea that he's bad. And so he's got to be the worst thing. So he's making himself more monstrous. He's making himself into the bad guy. Just because that's his fucking mindset, right? Mm. And, like, maybe by this point, the curse has run its course, right? So if he had, like, tried to be good, he'd be good by now. But he's just bent in on himself, and he's obsessed with being the the vampire. He's obsessed with being the monster, right? Um, and so it's self-perpetuating at this point. Okay, I've got a bit of a discrepancy here. Now, are we talking about this cane being, like, brought to modern day kind of thing? I'm saying he's been, like, locked away for a while, and he's, like, batty, if you'll excuse right. so the Right, he's, so he's kind of messed up and looking for vengeance, probably. Yeah, but at this point, like, again, he's he's fully embraced the modern world, partly because the internet is a wonderful way to connect to the world when you are, by necessity, a shut-in. Yes. Here's another discrepancy that I'm seeing here. This This one's seductive. So is it seductive with its internet friends? Uh, no, 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 no. Here's, here's my thing. You know how on the internet we have these subcultures that have developed we got flat earthers we got like what the new white supremacists that are rising up and we've got like 
anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists. We have them tied in with both with pedophiles and with just rabidly assuming that everyone else is a pedophile and there's like weird conspiracy theories at Comet Pizza or whatever. So we've right. got this, this huge community of wackos that, again, they're all turning in on themselves. That They're just a brain that's boiling in its own juices because, quite frankly, they don't get out enough. Uh, right. And and it's like a little bubble, right? And you get this with YouTube radicalization and that whole culture thing. Here's right. my thing. Who do you think started that? Who do you think is controlling that? Who is manipulating all these people? Seductive, perhaps not sexually, but who tells everyone else that, hey, you know what? Just like oh, me, man. you're an incel. You are celibate involuntarily because you cannot get what the world should have it's cutting you off from light and life and health you are just he's making you more like him in that subculture of lunacy because his brain is like boiled from having spent thousands of years locked in a box in a bat form just like i need right. blood i have to have blood i can't i need to be a monster right needs like so this is like the origin of trolls like this is Someone that is like, he if is you need a an... troll, and that is what yeah. he is creating. That is what he is foisting upon the world. Is this type of self-centered, solipsistic? I am locked in a tiny little black box. I am the only thing that is important. The rest of the world out there is beautiful, and I just want to destroy it because, like, I need to feed. I need to suck the yeah. life out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate this miserable character uh well he makes a great bad guy but a but it's a great bad guy and as a mythological sort of construct for uh sort of a thing to point to for the shitty behavior of modern humans i love it like i love that mm -hmm, it's almost mm -hmm. like a demon lord no, more than he feeds on the rest of the outside world, he's feeding on himself. It's the perpetual agony of the man who's like not even trying to suck his own dick, but trying to bend further and eat his own ass. Like that's the <laughs> that's the kind of twisted, like just trying to bend in on himself that you would necessarily get from like basically being a bonsai person that you're trapped in a tiny box and your both your brain mirrors your body where you're concentered all in self and you can only think about yourself yeah. and the world it only exists as the thing that you can't have and you must destroy and this little black box has a little barrier of garlic and crosses around it so he's stuck inside but you know what you know the other reason why uh uh, he doesn't get out much and doesn't make friends, doesn't go socialize at parties. Why is that? Doesn't get invited. That's true. <laughs> that that's the that's the one beautiful thing. That's the lesson that we should take, right? Is not that you need to stake this guy because staking decapitation he doesn't give a fuck he's Cain he survived for thousands upon thousands of years he survived Noah's flood somehow despite being outside the ark so he can't be fucking killed but if you want to keep him out all you gotta do just don't invite him in just don't invite him god damn it oh as a concept this is a great villain like this is a villain concept right mm -hmm. like this is this is like your lower nature. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's what we did to a vampire. 
I, I mean, that's a take on the vampire that I haven't seen. It's a decidedly modern take. Yeah. Okay, so verdict of of do you like this modern take is a little too simple. It's more and it's not just a matter of like can you write a story about this vampire because I kind of don't want it to necessarily just be like a one-off story. It's a concept. This is a vampire concept. A modernization of a vampire. Yeah, no, he's he's a magnificent villain, but he is not the center of the piece. He is the evil that heroes must strive against, and I would be fine with him in that role. So in that sense, it's almost more of a vampire philosophy. <laughs> yes. All right. I mean, what he, what verdict is there for that? I'll come up with something. It'll be on the Twitter, at H-I-G-I-I show. Also, while you're there... Got an idea? Something we should invent? Hit us up. Shoot a tweet to H-I-G-A-I show or email H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. And as for next week, Mason, you have a suggestion for us. I do. I have a suggestion here from Kev. She's fantastic. And uh, that's another person you should check out on Twitter. That's K-V-1-N-N-4. She's just great artist, great writer. Check her out. Anyway. Uh, she has suggested that we need to invent a schoolyard game. Oh, yes. So, like, Hopscotch, Foursquare, that kind of thing. What is the new thing that kids on the playground are doing? Kev, I am excited for this one. Thank you for your suggestion. And we will get back into that this i gotta say this has been a very ncc episode uh because we like the approach and and everything where we landed very needlessly creative and yet on the other end of this thing we got a concept again yep oh man so you didn't think we were gonna do it i could sense in your voice you did not have faith in us i I I didn't i didn't know what it was gonna be but it was in fact some needlessly creative conversation And until next week, dear listeners, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night.